Hey friends, welcome back to the Focus Richmond and Central Virginia Devotional Podcast. Uh, my name is Zeke Smith and I work for Focus here in Charlottesville. And we realize we're a day late, but we hope you'll forgive us. It's been a busy week around here. Um, and we are joined by none other than Area Director John Mark Hayden for this one. JM, how you doing? Doing well. I feel like I, I'm hearing that a lot these days. None other than the Area Director John Mark Hayden. Back again on the <laughs> podcast. That's right. Hey, you're kind of a big deal. You know, you have many leather-bound books and your house smells of rich mahogany. That's exactly what my ego needed to hear today. Thank you. Oh, well, you're very welcome. <laughs> uh, I mean, interestingly enough, you know, we, we joke about how you're a big deal, but uh, this week in our small groups and, and on the podcast, we're talking about something that I think ends up humbling all of us uh, in a way. For sure. Um, and through our series, The Struggle is Real, some of the struggles are more relatable than others, but I think this one, this is one we were talking about just before we came on that really is kind of universal, and that's the struggle with comparison and feeling like you have to perform to to be viewed as good or to be viewed as worthy. Yeah, it's, um, it's wild when we, we think about this one. You don't really have to convince people um, that comparison mm-hmm. is a, a thing that happens in our world. Yeah, absolutely, and I, and I think... <laughs> You know, it's not just a high school thing, right? Comparison is not something that ends um, at high school, even though it may be especially heightened then. Uh, as we were talking about it in kind of our staff Bible study um, about comparison, everybody had these different kind of touch points for them where it was like, yeah, I tend to compare myself against my peers in this way or people who are different from me in this way. Um, and so it's interesting all the ways that it can manifest, but we all totally related to it being there and it's still being a struggle for yeah, us. Yeah, that's right. Zeke, why don't you share what you, you said about what you struggle with comparing? No, I, yeah, not, sure. Not, I mean, I, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Let me reveal my most embarrassing moments right now on the podcast. Yeah, that's right. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, kind of to that point, uh, I wonder if we could just open up this podcast, JM, by sharing, like, when, when you hear that phrase, the struggle with comparison or the struggle with performance, um, like, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that um, so much of it is the struggle to know that we're okay, like, that that's where it comes from, that we all want to feel enough in life, like that we all want to feel like we are enough, like, like we're yeah. okay. And, and I think that so much of life is trying to figure out how to answer that question. Am I okay? Am I enough? And I think that comparison is really often the way that we answer that question. Um, the, it's, it's the way that we go about saying, um, this is how I know whether I'm okay or not. And or this is how I know whether I'm enough or not, and I think that that um, so it's yeah it's this measuring stick um, and mm. that that we use to, to measure our enoughness, right? Um, and oftentimes that sends us out looking at our friends and our peers, or our family, um, our neighbors, whoever it is, um, just looking around us to figure out how we're doing in life. Um, to judge whether we're enough or not. Yeah, and the, the interesting thing about that enoughness is that we kind of make up signposts in our head about when I get to this place, that will be enough. That's right. And then you get there, and suddenly it's not enough. You know, you, you just discover that, you know, the measuring stick has changed, and it's extended a little bit. I always remember uh, there's a, a guy who 
does another podcast I listen to named Brian Koppelman, who actually wrote the TV show Billions, huh. um, which is about these people who have kind of unbelievable amounts of money. And he was talking about doing research for the show with actual billionaires. And uh, he's kind of on somebody's yacht, and a bigger yacht goes by, and the guy on the smaller yacht says, oh yeah, he's a big B billionaire, I'm a little B billionaire. Um, and so no matter how much you have, just in terms of material possession, status in this world, you look at somebody else and you say, hmm, they've got it a little bit better than me. Uh, and suddenly the, the yardstick changes. You know? So it's interesting that you know, comparison just never really goes away, even though you know, we may rise in status, even though we may succeed in things, even though we may fail. <laughs> um, you know, one comment that came out during our staff Bible study that I thought was, was really pr- prescient is that comparison always makes us feel either, either better about ourselves or worse about ourselves, but never satisfied. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, I think that that's absolutely true. It's, it's, um, you know, we look to it for so much and yet it doesn't give us what we need. Yeah. And so you see even the disciples kind of comparing themselves to each other. Um, that's something that we talk about in this week's Bible study or whenever those of you who are listening will get to it, that even the disciples there among Jesus, seeing the way that he serves, seeing them wash um, their feet, still they're saying, which of us is the greatest? Or who of us is, is the closest to Jesus? Um, and so, you know, as we walked through that in, in small groups, um, you know, as we thought about that as kind of a staff team, what are, what are some reflections that you kind of had on the passage, Shane? I think that the passage that we looked at to, uh, this week, um, it was it was set in um, the at the Last Supper, and they're all sitting around a table together, um, and they're having this this conversation of like who's going to be the greatest, and and they're arguing about it, and it, it's funny because um, it really took me to like so many family uh, meals around the table, like me and my brother Mm. figuring out like, (laughs) you know, the comparison game or even just the, like around the table with my kids now. And we talk about our days in the ways that they want life to be fair. They want it to be, um, or they want it, they want it to be fair at its baseline or they want to be better than the other. And, <laughs> or they want it to be unfair in their favor. That's right, unfair in their favor, and and it's just it's this conversation of like who's better that happens around table after table after table, um, and um, yeah, I just think that it's uh, it what it what it what it becomes like so many of these conversations we've had is that that are the people that we should be closest with become the people Mm. that we are trying to be better than or to, to beat or to, um, you know, to find a way that we might get one step up than them. Um, Yeah. And I I think you said something that was really pressing about high school in high school, our best friends are often our, our closest competitors. Yeah. And so I think it is okay to recognize that high school is a a really tough time for comparison, particularly because your teachers, your school, your peers are are all measuring you against each other. Like there it is in in red ink, you know, I got a 97 on this test and my friend got a 98. Well, they're one point better than me in this subject, even though I did really well, you know, so there, there are all kinds of measuring sticks all the time. Yeah. 
I think that the other, there's another passage that's been really sitting on me this week as we've been having this conversation. And that's uh, a story that Jesus tells in Luke 18. It's a, it's a parable. Um, and it's a, a story about these two guys. One who is a Pharisee. And so he's like the religious of the religious. And the other is a tax collector. who is like viewed as really like societal scum. Um, and, mm-hmm. and Jesus takes these two characters and, um, and talks about the way that they pray. It starts with the Pharisee. The, the Pharisee stands up in, in front of everybody. And the way that he prays is by saying how much better he is than everybody else. He's like, I'm so glad that I'm not like all these other people. Um, and look at all of the things that I've done. Look at my accolades. Um, and he just wants every, he wants to be celebrated. Um, he wants everybody to see how good he is. And, and that's the way that he kind of like it, um, interacts with God. It's the way that he thinks God works even. Um, that it's, it's about how good he's performed. Mm. Um, and then Jesus um, gives a, it contrasts that with this tax collector who, you know, at, at first hearing in the story, everybody would have been like gasping of, you know, the cat, the tax collector. And, um, and the way that he prays is that he can't even look to the sky and he just cries out for mercy. And the way that, that Jesus ends this story is he looks at, um, the people that he's talking to and he says, the tax collector, is the one who's justified in the story more than the Pharisee. Um, and I just, I love that. Um, I love that story because um, I think that it kind of flips it all on its head that it shows that like mm-hmm. humility is really the, the way to, to walk with, with Jesus. Um, that it's not about, um, it's not about our performance. It's about um, our ability to to know our need, to know our need for mercy. Yeah, and I think that's that's the interesting part about the the antidote that Jesus really suggests for the struggle with comparison, is that it's not oh well compare yourselves on these things instead of the things that you're comparing yourself on. I feel like that's that's oftentimes the the way that the world kind of talks about comparison is like, well, either don't think about it at all or change the things that you're comparing yourself to. Like, well, they may have more money, but you're really happier and you have more of a friend circle or they may be better at sports, but you're more gifted at math. Try and focus on that. Um, And yet Jesus doesn't, you know, tell this parable with the tax collector saying, God, thank you that I'm not like the Pharisee who's so prideful and, you know, full of himself. He says that the the tax collector says, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. You know that the person that um, the person that the tax collector is comparing himself to is God Himself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think when we when we shift the comparison from our peers to how we stand before God, all of us falls short. Like That's right. it all falls apart really fast. That's right. There's a um, there's a great um, illustration that um, has been helpful for me through the years of 
so often we walk around life and 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 if you were to imagine for every wrong thing that you do, um, you would put a brick on your head. Um, mm. And we walk around and we basically measure ourselves based on how high our stack of bricks is versus how high other people's. And so, you know, I look at you and see, you know, just how high your stack is and I feel pretty good about myself. Whereas I look at somebody else and I, and I see how low theirs is and I, th- and I don't feel as good about, about myself. Um, and I, and, um, and that's just kind of how we do life as we walk around measuring ourselves based on other people. But if you take mm-hmm. that image and you, and you think about when you have a lot of people walking around with a brick on their head or a bunch of bricks on their head, if you shift the perspective from God looking from above, what do you see from above? That there's only one brick on everybody's head. But there's yeah. still a brick, right? <laughs> that it, that it, in the eyes of God, it's not about how how bad you've been or how much wrong you've done. It's just simply about the fact that we've done wrong. Um, that there's something that stands in between us and God, and that's why I love this tax collector's response of, "I may have done a lot wrong in life. I'm not worthy," and yet. Have mercy on me. What I need is yeah, mercy. Yeah, and, and Jesus says he's the one who goes home justified. You know, I think we lose some of the weight of how important that word was, but that was central to what people wanted from God. You know, justification is God saying, you and I are okay. Um, we're back in relationship with one another. And so for Jesus to say, the tax collector walks out of there on good terms with God, and the Pharisee does not, um, would have been just incredibly shocking to the people listening. Yeah. You know, it's, we can look at some people, like you said, and, and think, Oh, their stack of bricks is so small. They must be on good terms with God. Again, you're just falling into the same trap of comparison um, in whatever realm you, you go into. Well, and if you think about it, remember the question that we're trying to answer in, in this comparison game is, is Mm. am I okay? Um, and what Jesus is saying here is like, if you're with me, you're okay. (laughs) Like, Mm. like that you, like you are enough because you're mine and that's what makes you enough. Um, Mm. because I've shown mercy, that's what makes you enough. It's interesting that the gospel really challenges us on both sides of the coin with comparison. You know, if you're feeling really high about yourself and feeling like I'm, I'm pretty awesome, then the gospel says, actually, you're you're way more broken and far from God than you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And yet, on the other side, for, for people who really struggle with comparison in terms of thinking really lowly about themselves, like, man, I'm just unlovable, or I, I can never measure up. Nothing I do is ever good enough. The gospel actually shows us, no, you're you're more precious to God and more valuable to God and more loved by him than you could ever even possibly dream. And those two things simultaneously go together. (laughs) Like, yes, we are prideful like the Pharisee, Mm -hmm. broken like the tax collector. And yet through Jesus's life, death and resurrection, we're the ones who can say, God, have mercy on me and and then go home justified because of what he did. And that's, you know, that's an incredible thing that helps us get over comparison. Just seeing us, seeing ourselves from God's perspective, really honing in on 
um, what it is that Jesus thinks of us, as you talked about. Yeah, that's so good. And yet it's still so hard. It's not something that we ever really like conquer. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. I think it's something that is a part of, um, of life in, in, in the, the world that we have to navigate is there are times when, when comparison's going to be there. And, um, and that's what, where I, I really feel like grace is such a beautiful thing. The grace that God shows us, um, mm. is really beautiful because, um, so often when we struggle, like when we're in the hard, we think that if we can find enough strength, um, then we'll be able to get out. We'll be able to, we'll be able to work our way out or, or, um, yeah, even the way that we talk about it, like doing the work, you know, like dig yourself out of this hole, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. We even think about like suffering or struggle in the same way, yeah. right? It's like, okay, if I'm struggling with comparison, I've got to figure out how to conquer this myself. That's right. And But what Grace says is it's not about how strong you are. It's about how strong mm. I am. Um, yeah. in, in God's grace, he... He moves towards us in the struggle and says, I'm going to struggle on your behalf um, mm. so that you can know freedom. I'm going to, uh, like, it, you're enough because I say you're enough. And um, you can rest in that. You don't need to struggle for that. You can rest in it because I've accomplished it for you. And it frees us up to make ourselves vulnerable for other people because it's okay if we're not strong. <laughs> Um, mm. because we have a God who is, um, and who became weak for us. Yeah. I mean, imagine how countercultural that would be if, um, you know, people went around bragging about their weakness and, and yet we see people, writers of the new Testament, you know, do that, that they, that they said, through through my weakness, God is going to work. Um, and that's kind of a different kind of comparison, you know, like a, a race to the bottom in the way to say, I'm as weak as anybody else. And through that, God's grace is going to be put on display. Yeah. Um, so I think that's good news. Yeah. As you, as you know, the, uh, today is my 10th anniversary. Uh, mm-hmm. Meg and I, 10 years uh, we've been married. And so it's pretty incredible. And, and marriage is... Um, it's an amazing thing. It's, it's hard work. Um, and it, mm-hmm. and it's an incredible gift. Uh, but the days that are good are really, are the really good days, um, in marriage are the days that we try and out serve each other. Um, mm. and so often we think that life, um, is about like being the one who's got the, who gets the last word who, or who is the most, um, accomplished or powerful. Um, but I think that marriage is a great example of how actually, um, serving is, is the, is the best way that we can, the best thing that we can do. Um, you know, that if we, um, if we're going to be competitive, let's be competitive in the way that we serve each other. Yeah. Oh, that's a great, that's a great place to end it. Thanks, John Mark. Um, so ju- we just want to encourage you guys in that uh, this weekend and, and this coming week, you know, for those of us who struggle with comparison, which, spoiler alert, as you heard, it's all of us, um, 
try to think about how you can outserve somebody this week. Um, you know, uh, how is it that you can get out of the, the trap of comparison by remembering the way that Jesus served you and then turning around and kind of sharing that love with someone else. Um, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Uh, we'll be back next week with one more round of um, The Struggle is Real before we break for spring break. Uh, thanks, John Mark, for sharing your thoughts with us today. Thanks for having me. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We'll see you next week. And until then, we hope that you remember the love of God for you. And we hope that you are allowing the love of God to continue to work through you. Bye, everybody. Have a great weekend.